This is Opposite Attraction, Season 4, Episode 3. A salute to all nations, but mostly New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your arms, legs, and other appendages inside the vehicle at all times because this is Opposite Attractions. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the littlest mouseketeer himself, Mr. Jim, Jimothy Murphy. Is today music day? It's music. I don't, what rem- the, what a- I don't remember the Mickey Mouse Club uh, days of the week uh, things. I want to say music was either Tuesday or Wednesday, and it is a Wednesday as we record this. Now, I will say that I, I, I think one of our seasons, the opening needs to be like the Mickey Mouse Club entrance, except since it's only two of us, it's just like, Scotty! Jim! Uh, Moochie! Scotty again! Jim's still here! There was one name. And I'm pretty I'm... sure there was a Moochie. <clears throat> and I'm Chip. What's up? I, 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 I can be Jimmy Dowd. I can't play, oh, the, yeah. I can't play the guitar, though. I may have been blatantly ripping off hairspray for that one. <laughs> uh, so, to both you and all of the listeners at home, for my next Disney trip, we're trying to find recommendations because we're going. I'm going to try to pull off the four in one day. Ooh. All four parks in one day. <clears throat> Which, for Hollywood Studios, may be easy. It's take a bus to Hollywood Studios, scan it, walk in. What are the wait times? Uh, roughly five hours for everything. All right, let's leave. We've done it, <laughs> and then that's it. Um, my wait times for the Toy Story stuff were like thirty-five minutes and like thirty minutes. I think it didn't go much higher than that. Oh wait, the new Toy Story stuff, <laughs> yeah. or you like Toy yeah, Story Mania? Stuff. I don't. I think Dash was like fifty-five minutes, but I don't think that's it went over an bad. hour. That's not bad. I may try to get fast passes because all of our fast passes are really early in Magic Kingdom, so we blow through all of those. I of course go see um, Philhar Magic because I have to every time. I didn't get we to got, do that last time, and I was kind of sad. We got candles at the place I work, and they smell. They're supposed to smell like apple cinnamon cider. It smells exactly like when Donald shoves the pie in your face and it shoots out. And so every time I walk by it, like a tear rolls down. I'm like, oh, I'm not there. Yeah, Donald's I, not shoving that pie in my face. I, I feel that way every time I I smell like sulfur burning. And I'm like, oh, Spaceship Earth. <laughs> every time I see a house fire, I'm like, oh, Rome. Thank the Phoenicians. Uh, thank the Phoenicians. <laughs> that for that house fire? Yes, thank the Phoenicians. But yeah, she uh, she was sending me a bunch of stuff, and I was like, all I know is I want a crepe with Nutella in it. Anything else you can have, it's cool. That and Chicken Guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna run by, and be like, I know we got Raglan Road reservations, baby, but I gotta put some of these. I gotta put Guy's Chicken inside me. I'm glad you said chicken and not anything that could be a euphemism for chicken. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so wait, what was your favorite? Have we discussed favorite restaurants? Uh, because I think I have, and it's always, and I'm gonna have to go to Universal for my favorite restaurant, and it's Krusty Burger. 
because it's so fucking nasty but so good it's so nice it's like sleeping with a real seasoned prostitute like you're like "Mm, this is dirty but also you're incredibly (laughs) well at this (laughs) did you rub the sandwich on the window and see if it went clear like on the simpsons oh yeah Mm. uh Uh, my favorite quick service is absolutely such a canteen 100 where's that one that is uh in pandora the world of avatar oh yeah i really i like the way they designed it and everything amazing to eat that food and uh my favorite table service is probably skipper canteen yeah i could see that it's amazing i had i think it i think that like the joan cruise really hinges on how good your like waiter is so we had a pretty we had a pretty awesome waiter so it worked out my favorite quick service, and I don't know if it's still... Because I know I went one time and it was closed, but it's the one by Winnie the Pooh that serves all the fucking dope mac and cheese. That's a, cannot, is it a window or a building? It, it, it's a... It's technically... Yeah, it's a window. It's a window into a building. So it's like the four... It's like it's like right next to it, facing the same direction. It's like four windows. It's called... Yeah, um, uh, Storybook Treats. Something like that, yeah. Or it's right by Storybook Treats, because I think Storybook Treats is where the ice cream is, but right next to it has this really dope barbecue mac and cheese that I very much enjoy. And I don't really know any sit any sit-down places I really ate at. Like, I remember my first time I ever went, we ate at Sanaa at Animal Kingdom, and that was all right. Bread, but like, yeah, you can buy, oh. you can buy the... Um like the plate or the the holder for like the bread sauces for the bread service and oh, all the yeah. and the recipes for all the dipping sauces and it's like $40. I just now remembered. I think I do have my favorite and it is the character breakfast buffet at 1800 Park Fair. 1900. That not 1721 park fair uh it was very very good i ate a bunch of waffles like i came back one time and the person i was with looked at me like i was having a problem they're like that's 50 red velvet waffles and i'm like i don't care donald's coming over he'll enjoy them with me uh i I looked it up it is the friar's nook is the place with the bomb mac and cheese that's it the friar's nook yeah we went the first time me and my girlfriend ever went i was like you gotta have this dope mac and cheese it's closed uh, Shit! I like the uh, at Sleepy Hollow refreshments. They have the like chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, so Jim Murphy, this is a podcast where we talk about how fat we get at Disney <laughs> World, and also where we build our own theme park. And of course, we have finally decided on a name. Yeah, it only takes us and, a month. <laughs> and we will be rocking in the free world with this one, my boy, because it is a theme park dedicated to all countries, but mostly America. Um. But and we get a ch- now you were talking about having ideas for how it should be set up, and yes. I kind of like, I like the idea of having because we talked about this, each kind of section being dedicated like the northeast, southeast, uh, southwest, northwest, and then also a section called the others where it's just <laughs> like Alaska, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, all that's in there. I, I didn't think about doing. I hate to say this, not to be. Uh, continental uh inclusive but uh i didn't think about like where what to do with the other states i think we could put them in there 
But I think I literally think they would have to like be latched on to like whatever's closest to them. Like Alaska s- would be in the northwest section. Like you could you could probably tack Hawaii into the southwest section. I still really love the idea that uh, our our parking lot is all Hawaii based. So each of the different sections of the parking lot are named after the different islands. Well, um, this this was an idea I had. Um, that the entrance and, like, main... I'm thinking of a hub sort of design here. Okay. Uh, the entrance... Basically, if the, the park would kind of be laid out similar to the United States, right? So right. the entrance would be about where the Gulf of Mexico is. Okay. Uh, and then you would kind of go in at sort of an angle and walk toward the middle of the park. Uh, I think that section... Since it's, like, I know it's technically, like, in the southeast, but I think it would just be, like, our main street, so it wouldn't really be themed to any specific thing. Uh, I, okay. I thought about making it Route 66, and I think we could use a couple, like, thematic things there, but I also just want to call it National Highway, because that's, like, near where I live, and it, it fits as well. It also sounds vague enough that it would fit a lot better than Route 66, yeah. I think. So then, so you go down that area, and then you reach the like the hub area, and I want to call that the Heartland. Okay, I, all right. <laughs> Alabama, Alabama's gonna get mad at you for that, but okay. Why, why is Alabama gonna get mad at me for that? Dixie, the heart, the heartland of America, <laughs> Dixieland, baby. Okay, well we can we can workshop that. But then I think to get into like where the southeast would be, you kind of have to would cut back and and down, sort of like how Sunset Boulevard is at the Hollywood Studios. Okay. Uh, and then you would just go off in the other directions you would need to go off. Because my original idea first was to actually have everybody get onto like some sort of a transportation system and go like over the top of the park to the middle, and then everybody would start in the middle. That actually sounds cool. The only but, problem is getting people out of it. Yeah, is getting... Well, even getting people in would be hard if... Like, even using, like, a monorail system, that's a lot of people. Uh, the other, My other idea, honestly, for the entrance was to call it the Trail of Tears, but that's more for an exit. <laughs> um, um, well, the, in, the middle hub could be just called, like, the Capitol. And that, there's, like, even a Capitol... That's a Capitol building, and that's where, like, the customer service, quote-unquote, area would be. <laughs> All right, I'm done with that. Um, and of course, we got to keep adding. We went to the southeast last week with the beauty that is Alabama. But this week, you decided to take us to uh, a state that I like to consider the polar opposite of Alabama in the form of New Jersey. So, yes. kiss we're her a couple it, of just. Yes. Kiss her where it smells, take her to New Jersey. Oh, God. We're a couple of Joycey boys this week, so I will uh, give the floor to you, Mr. Jim Yeah, okay, so uh, when I think of New Jersey, one thing comes to mind, and that is Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. And that is why I have done the Take It to the Rain, uh, Tell It to the Rain log flume. What the fuck? No, I'm kidding. I'm completely kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I really just wanted your reaction. Uh, no. I'm like, of all the musical artists from Jersey, you picked Frankie Valley. Hey man, Greece is the word. Although that took place <laughs> in California. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, actually, my ride is called Dancing in the Dark, and it has, it's all about Bruce Springsteen. Fuck yes! 
I don't even want to say it's all about Bruce Springsteen, but it does use his music because I have a wild fucking concept for this one. <laughs> so, oh, you just wait. I outsourced mine, so you have fun, <laughs> buddy. So uh, this this show building would be quite probably large. Uh, the front would look beachy, sand duny, sort of like kind of hiding the building a little bit. Okay. Uh, and it would say like "Welcome to uh, the Atlantic City Boardwalk" on the outside. And uh, you would walk into the, the queue. First room of the queue, uh, the ground below you is like boardwalk planks. Uh, it's very dark. It's like Epcot, Mexico, dark in there. Uh, one, like you look to your right, you would see like it would kind of be, uh, you know, effects to make it look like the beach and the waves and stuff like that. Okay, so it's it, it's not like a weird mecca like the Mexican no. Aztec building where you walk in and it's nothing but a bunch of Jersey bars all around it. <laughs> no, it is it is very much like it will look it looks like a facsimile of a boardwalk on the inside at least for the first room of the queue. So there's so one side is literally like it looks like beach and where like you can like hear waves crashing, but there's also like on the other side there's like f- facades of buildings with like neon for, like, all the casinos, stuff like that. Okay. So that's the first room of the queue. Then you, you kind of go through this arch, and you hit the second room. The second room is now you've kind of turned 90 degrees, and you're facing, like, what would be the water, and you are coming up onto Steel Pier, the Atlantic City Steel Pier Amusement Park, essentially. I wouldn't call it that, but... Okay. <laughs> that, is, that is what you would be going to, is, like, the, the their pier amusement park, which a lot of boardwalk-type places have. And they would tell you, like, hey, we got this new ride. It's a Tilt-A-Whirl. You're going to ride this Tilt-A-Whirl. And okay. uh, so you go through, and I, th- I actually thought about this in my head of how I would lay this out. I think there would actually be basically four rooms of, of like, like how Mission Space has, like, four different rooms you can go into okay. to, to do the ride, like, so they can run a bunch of people at once. That, that's going to probably become important in a second. Uh, but you you go in, it's like kind of dark. It's like everything's kind of like hazy, sunsetty, twilight. And you go into this room and there's essentially a gigantic tilt whirl in front of you. Um, each set of seats holds four people. There's uh, six sets of seats. Although you, okay. we might be able to do eight sets of seats. But when you sit down, instead of just having a lap bar like a normal Total World, they actually strap you in like it's a roller coaster, like shoulder restraints. I wonder why. Yes, uh, but it does look like a Total World. And then you, uh, like, there's like the little side little thing where like the person would stand to start it if you were at like a fair. And there's a person standing in there and they're like, okay, guys, like we're going to get ready to start in a sec. And then like literally, like it starts, but like all the lights cut out. Okay. And, like, the, uh, there, so there is kind of some little bit of light above your head of, like, the ceiling kind of looks like, is, is essentially a dome, almost like they took, like, a Soren dome and, like, dropped it on your head. Okay. Like, it's, it's basically a giant screen, but you don't really kind of notice until it, like, clouds start moving over it. Okay, and cool. So all the lights are out, there's clouds, and then here comes the fucking boss. <laughs> music starts playing you literally would then uh essentially the the tilt world pods would like lift off of what the t- what it, what they're sitting on 
and would like lift off the ground and you would essentially be stuck in what is now more of a uh, an Orbitron than a Tilt-A-Whirl. Okay. So if you've ever seen the Orbitron where it's like two side-by-side seats that kind of can flip in every direction that uh that are yeah. like they're like on a so it basically would turn into that essentially kind of similar to how Mission Space's centrifuge works. Okay. So you would you would, you could spin around the entire room 360, but I would also have it to where you could spin like flipping horizontally. You know, there are times while, where I think... While okay. d- uh, Bruce Springsteen's music is playing and the dome, instead of being clouds, just basically turns into like a Pink Floyd-esque light show and kind of goes off the wall. And I'm thinking even that like the part that you saw that was like the tilt-a-whirl, since it's now like 15 feet below you, would kind of probably light up and go a little crazy too. Mm. Now, as I was saying, there are times on this show where I think there are theme park Imagineers listening and they're like... <laughs> We could probably pull that off. Then they hear episodes like this, <laughs> where they're like, no, fuck that. There's no way that's ever going to happen. Well, I think it's technically possible, because if you... I think if you built the technology correctly, you could hide the arms that control the pods, like, kind of in the wall, and have it to be, like, when everything goes dark at the beginning, like, where you think you're just sitting on a flat... Uh, base that's going to spin and you're going to go up and down like a total whirl like when you go dark like like things open up and these arms pop out so now it is like kind of like the inside of mission space if you had ever see it like yeah. while it was running because that is essentially what it looks like is a bunch of boxes on a on arms spinning and tilting and twisting in a circle you know in my head i like to keep a ranking of both <laughs> our and every theme park ride on how bad of a time would you have if you started riding this while on a lot of hallucinogenic <laughs> mushrooms? And Jim, you've scored a high 10 that I don't think I've ever seen before. E.T. had the old record of it's gonna fuck you up. But no, this one's gonna destroy you and force you to never listen to Bruce Springsteen ever again in your life. Yeah, I, I did have an original. I had other ideas using things like Thunder Road or Born to Run for like. But those things don't really. I feel like lyrically and um, thematically, I don't know if I'd want to ride a ride that was themed after Thunder Road. Yeah. Or, or Jungle like, Land. I, I did think of Jungle Land. You're like, I should take the ride inspired by a very young Courtney Cox and throw that on here. Poorly, poorly dancing, yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay, so that's yours, and like I said, I outsourced mine because, Jim, I'm just a simple southern child. I don't know nothing about you northerners or the Jersey. I went to New Jersey only two times, and I was like, why are you pumping my gas for me, sir? Just let me do it myself. So, uh, instead, I hired somebody to come on by the name of Jersey Dan... And, uh, actually, hold on. Are you ready? Yeah, hold on. Let me go get Jersey Dan real quick, and he's gonna pitch, uh, pitch my Jersey ride. I'll be right back, okay? okay. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Murphy? It's good to see you, my dude. How you doing, man? It's me. Though, the number one in the world, the Jersey Devil himself, Jersey Dan here. And I'm here to tell you about a ride that's gonna blow your fucking mind, alright? 
Are you prepared? Are you seated? I'm, I am seated, yes. Okay, so my ride is inspired by my nickname in college, which I think you should know. I just said it. Jersey fucking devil. So this is the Jersey devil, and I thought it, it was inspired by a shirt I used to wear. And it said, you must be this tall to ride the Jersey devil. And it had an arrow, but the arrow was above my dick. It's a real fun joke. <laughs> <laughs> now that I th- now that I think about it, it may have some implications that I'm not comfortable with in today's society. But you know, it's whatever. So the ride is fantastic. The exterior, it looks like this sick bar. Me and my buddy Bottles went back went to back in 2012. I was a fucking freshman up in an Atlantic City. I met some girls, drank a bunch of fucking Jaeger bombs all day fantastic had so many i woke up in a forest surrounded by mystical woodland creatures one of them handed me a sword i still have it told me to kill the president of nicaragua it was really cool anyways uh in the queue you can see the sword i do have it on display uh, and then of course videos of me playing football back in high you look like a tough ball you could have played the football. You know what it is, the spirit of football. Hey, I see that smile. You got it, buddy. Okay, so you go through the queue, and like I said, it looks just like the fucking bot. You can get Jaeger bombs whenever you want through the whole fucking thing. All right, and then finally you get into the boarding area, and who comes on? A man I know you're familiar with, Bruce fucking Springsteen. Looks at everybody in that queue, and he says, hey, don't fuck around. Don't fucking jump out of the cut. Don't be an asshole. Very simple instructions. You know, keep your arms, legs, penis inside the vehicle at all times. Then you get on the ride, and blah, blah, da-da-da-da-da, blah, blah. That's right, Jim. It's Bon Jovi, and they're playing It's My <laughs> Fucking Life. It's my life, and it's now or never. And then you go on the most sick fucking roller coaster you've ever rode in your entire life as Bon Jovi plays in the background. It goes inside and out everywhere. There's loops, inversions, and shit. By the end, I want you to feel like you just had as many Jager bombs as I did the faithful night where I killed the president of Nicaragua. And then, of course, you know what a lot of roller coasters, they don't, they're made by fucking pussies, man. They don't want to give you, give you the real, the real shit. And so what I want to give you is something real. A recreation of my proudest moment in my entire fucking life. The Big Canyon Jump. So check this shit. Me me and my buddy Toby, we were barreling down the road. We're trying to get some fucking beers back to Garrett's house, right? I looked over at Toby. I said, hey, Tobes. Tobes McGoats? What's the shortest distance between two points? And because he was a fucking math engineer or some shit, he knew straight line. And I knew Toby's house... Garrett's house was on the other side of this fucking canyon. Hit the brakes, hit the pedal, cranked it over that canyon, made it back to the party. We had beer for the rest of the night. I was a fucking hero, Jim Murphy. So we're gonna recreate that shit. 
as your ride vehicle speeds up and then jumps off the track only to land on another track. And I know you think it's dangerous, but luckily with the moon gravity you're going to be working with here, it's going to be perfect. What? What is that? What do you mean it's not on the fucking moon? You told me fucking moon, Scotty. No, don't it. Get the fuck. Okay, so there may be some issues with the last part of the ride, but it's already built, so we can't really control anything. Anyways, you land and shot through the heart, and you're to blame, darling. You give love a bad neck. Fucking Bon Jovi ends with shot through your heart. You go in. Brendan Fraser's there. He wishes he had a cup of coffee. Fucking gets killed by a zombie. I swear I didn't rip this off of the mummy ride. It's my completely original idea. And so then you get off the ride and you into the official Jersey Devil pub where there's Jaeger bombs. They are in extensive supply, my boy. You get to hang out. There's going to be a live band every night played by my buddy Jones. Jones is the best fucking bassist I've ever heard in my entire life, Jim Murphy. He's fantastic. So he's going to be playing bass with his band, the Ricket Nuts, and the Ricket Nuts are going to take that bar down. And uh, also there's a pool. There's a pool so people can do like sick dives off the roof of the place. It's going to be dope as shit. And also there's merchandise, like with my face on it, and it just says like, ride the Jersey Devil or something. Actually, you know, you should sell the shirt. You should sell the shirt that says you should be this tall to ride the... And the dick thing, you should do that. It's going to be fantastic. Shirts with, like, a winky face emoji and the keeping it 100 emoji, all that. It's going to be cool as fuck, dude. So that's the Jersey Devil created by me, Jersey Dan. It's only killed, like, seven people right now. So I I hope you guys enjoy it. It's, It's my contribution. We will. I see. I see. There are no more questions. It feels like it was. Yeah. I had a feeling that it was a very good ploy. This is like Shock Tank. Uh, uh, investing might be a bit of an issue. My apologies. I went to Bond myself, Mister Bond Jovi, and I said, "Invest in my shit," and he said. Well, it's your life. And then I was like, all right, but money? And he's like, yeah. And then he gave me the cash. So this is sponsored by Bon Jovi. <laughs> so as long as you accept uh, the, adding the name Bon Jovi to Jersey Devil presented by Bon Jovi, we should be fine. Uh, we, our, can, we might be able to work with that. All right, fantastic. Well, you guys have fun. I'm going to go for the night, all right? I got to go get some Jaeger bombs and try to drink away the pain of killing the president of Nicaragua. Bye, guys! Remember, moderation. Oh, so, Jim, how was Jersey Dan? I mean, I know he seemed a bit weird, but I feel like he had a good pitch, probably. Um... So how do you feel about Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons? Hold on, wait. I think he's still in here, and I think he just... <laughs> Fuck Frankie Valley! Oh, man. He did not enjoy that at all, dude. Uh, but, Jim, it's been an episode. Where can they find you on the internet? Um, 
I'm on Twitter at apparently smart, and uh, I've started working a little harder on my uh, board game idea. So if you want to hear about that, hit me up on there. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S C O T T Y E M O, and buy all my books on Amazon, the entire Quasal Corp trilogy, and BS versus the gods. And oh shit, we forgot to get a challenge for next week, but uh, wait, hold on. Jersey Dan, Jersey Dan, I need you to come back for a minute, dude. Uh, we need a state. Just give us a state we can use for next week. Yo, I went out to Cali once with these fucking girls. It was sick as fuck. We rode some waves. Drank a lot of booze. It's really good. All the bombs I can have. Do California, bro. You won't regret it. Okay, he said California, so I think uh, I think we're probably going to do California next week. California! is our challenge. So, make sure to subscribe to us either on YouTube or iTunes. That way, that episode will get brought straight to you and check out all the other shows at a load of pure bs.com and remember to support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of bs or pick up some merch including the brand new Free World shirt at merch.aloadofpurebs.com ladies and gentlemen and check out all of our previous seasons online at opposite-attractions.com Come and remember, you can find Jimothy and Miothy on Twitter at Up At Show. That is spelled O P P A T T S H O W. Are you down with O P P?